Hey, welcome into the Liga MX Fantasy Podcast. Uh, my name is Daniel Bramlett, and I'm here with Arrow Boy, aka Enrique. Enrique, what's up, man? What's Good to up, be talking bro? to you tonight. Yeah, well, we finally got this thing started. So, yeah, man, go. we've been we've been talking. We're big fantasy players. We love to play DraftKings and uh, play all the soccer leagues and uh, listen to a lot of you know podcasts that are out there. But there's none that specialize in Liga MX, so we decided to give it a shot. Our man Enrique calls himself an expert. He likes to talk, so I figured uh, tee him up a little bit, let him share some wisdom with y'all, and maybe make some better Liga MX lineups. Maybe we get some more people playing in those contests and they grow. Who knows? We're going to start with Friday night, uh, November 9th, is a two-game slate, which is pretty standard for Friday night. And uh, Enrique, I know you say you always lose on Friday nights, so what (laughs) what are you thinking of this one coming up? Those, those, Those are my worst nights. Especially yeah. when I get paid, and that's like, okay. <laughs> you go big, yeah. You go big. Uh, on, yeah. Well, I've seen you take down some uh, some tournaments and some some good, you know, decent league MX contests uh, through the weeks on on Saturdays and Sundays. So um, I, I got to get at you on Friday. But what of uh, this specific split? We got two games. We got Veracruz versus Querétaro and Atlas versus Pachuca, and something kind of cool. Uh, or, that is sort of the texture of this slate is that both road teams are favorites. What do you think about that? Um, about both games, uh, the road teams are favorite because they're both um, still in the fight to qualify for the playoffs. And the other two home teams, they're like last place. One is last place and one is right behind it. Yeah, they're both bottom of the table. I'm, I'm looking at it right now, as you can see. So... Home field advantage means a lot, I think, uh, in in soccer and especially in fantasy soccer. I think everyone knows that. But do you be- agree with me or disagree that it kind of league MX is one of the uh, leagues where home field advantage doesn't mean quite as much as it might, like in EPL or uh, the MLS or whatnot? Yeah, man, league MX is one of the most inconsistent leagues. Anything can happen. Anything can go down. Um, right. I'm I'm a lot less out. afraid to yeah. play road players, and especially on this slate where we got the the better teams are all, are the road teams. Uh, let's let's start with the first game. Let's look at Veracruz Carataro and talk about uh, what you're expecting from this game, the, uh, who you like, what what plays you kind of like to play from here. Yeah, man. Um, we can start off with the forward position, you know, going from up to bottom. Um, starting off with my favorite DK player when he's on the slice, Camilo Sambeso. But he yeah. uh, takes um, most set pieces. And he 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 loves to shoot cross, you know, open play. He's the floor guy for you from Querétaro. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big San Beso fan. I play him very often, actually. And uh, when you're looking at this slate, we're gonna, we're going to get into it. But there's really no better option. I I don't know about you. I don't really believe in in locks in fantasy. I think there's always different ways that you can build. There's there may be lock like combos, but there's no necessarily lock one single play. I'm close to calling San Veso a lock here. I mean, if you look uh, at his fantasy points per game, it, it dwarfs everybody else at the position, especially even in this game. He, Like you said, uh, he gets that production from predictable sources. You know, he kind of has a floor with set pieces, and he takes a lot of shots, and he can score, he can get assists, so he's got the upside as well. And, uh, yeah, I love him here. Do we, you say he's a lock in your lineup? I would consider him a lock. I do have my locks, especially in Liga MX. I have my, you know, set locks. And you just, you just know that when Sambeso gets the ball, you know he's going to add up some points. 
well, he doesn't have the ball. He may foul or something, but he, he's your man. He's your man to rack up some points. Yeah, yeah. You I mean you look at his game log? You know, uh, go back two shots, five shots, five shots, seven shots. You know, gets three, two, one on goal. He's uh, drawing fouls. He's getting crosses in. It, you know, he's not too much of a yellow card threat. He does have a couple yellow cards. I've actually watched him play a couple times and seen him. He he gets a little high headed out there at, at times, but no no more so than a lot of other players in this league. So, talking a little bit about lineup construction, like you put. You know, let's say we're going to put San Veso in as a building block to start the lineup. Uh, a big thing with Liga MX is you're all, always going to get these staggered starts. Or not always, but almost every time you're going to get these staggered starts where the games start. Like, What's your philosophy? Do you like to get a bunch of guys from the early game because you know they're in? Or do you like to minimize your early exposure so you can save some spots for late? Or does it matter? Like, Does it depend on the slate? What's your style? I uh, basically look into the game, see where uh, most upside can happen in my players, the players that I like to choose. I like to see lineups, of course, um, in the first game. If I don't see too much value there, I just go, you know, I almost, like almost 90% of the time, I go with three players to stack the other game with five or vice versa. If I see, like, it's a good value in the first game. I go five or six, even maybe, and just save two for the late game. So, so you kind of—it's more about the which get the game, the quality of the games, whether more than whether they're early or late. Right. Yeah. It, it all depends on the matchup and the teams that um gotta face each other, what they have on the line, what they're playing for. But yeah, I just always check, you know, what's going on. With the games, like on this late, there's nothing really differential, so it can go half and half because there's two road teams that are still um, trying to go to the playoffs, and the other teams are like both last to the table. So, right, we mentioned that with a, a quick glance at the standings earlier showed that uh, Atlas and Veracruz are down at the bottom of the standings, but uh, you look a little higher up, you see Carataro and Pachuca both right outside the playoffs. They definitely need to hustle. So I expect a lot of attacking like right away from both squads. I, I agree. Like I'm I'm gonna be more focused on trying to get as much Karatar on Pachuca as possible. Do you see yourself will you go with any of the higher price options on Veracruz at all or any of them in your in your uh radar as far as Luna, Carrasco at the forward positions, although Carrasco's actually not too bad at fifty five hundred, but Luna at 8,000, the midfield or forward spot. Is he in play for you at all? Luna is the floor guy. He's better uh, Cruz, uh, mainly set piece taker. Yeah, I've had some great um, Luna only, games. I've, I've had some bad Luna games in the past. So. Yeah, the only problem that I like about Luna is that he gets subbed off. Not all the time, but he has been subbed out recently. And um, I, I see Veracruz not doing much tomorrow. I think it's the worst team out of the four that are playing. So I don't know. I'm not. I'm not finding any value right now. I'm looking at Veracruz players. Yeah, I'm looking, he, he's a uh, forward eligible player, but he plays as right back sometimes. So he doesn't really do much. And Menendez, he's a forward as well, but he's more like a GPP. And you just got to rely on a goal or something. but Right. He's kind of like your lucky goal where 
you maybe Luna would get the assist on a Menendez goal, and you maybe rather have just gone down to Menendez there, I, I guess. Carrasco, yeah, he used to take set pieces at the start of the uh, of the Apertura, right? But like, or earlier in the in the season, but he hasn't done that in a while. Right yeah, yeah. Uh, right he back, still crosses but... a lot. I mean, he still has – he'll get you, you know, games where he has six and seven crosses. But I'm looking at Chavez right now because he mainly plays in the forward position or like a left wing. He goes up. He can uh, become a floor man for Veracruz. And he can play up to 90 minutes. So, you never know. He might make a goal or an assist and uh, make up for his 55, no, um, 5,500 price tag. Yeah, that's not bad. I, I'd, I'd say much more likely to, to play Diego Chavez than Adrian Luna in this matchup, eh? Yeah, it's, it's a good value play. Um, yeah, but he can rack up the points and make his value. What about defender in this game? What do you, uh, what do you, any guy you want to lock in? Samudio can be a good play, but he didn't start last game. Alexis Perez was the uh, player on his position. But... Uh, I'm looking at Mares for Veracruz. He takes some corners, but I'm not really liking Veracruz tomorrow, so I may have to skip there as well. Unless it's like a really cheap, cheap mid. Nah, not mid. I'm sorry. Unless it's like a really cheap defender for Querétaro, like a center back, I might make that a combo with Volpi. We'll go to goalkeepers in a minute, but that's probably the only option I'll put. How cheap would you be looking for? I'm looking at 2,800 is the cheapest they've got for a bunch of guys that have no no game logs at all. So 3,200 is that cheap enough? If one of those 32, 300 guys is in, yeah, 34 and under is always good cheap for like you basically going for a clean sheet and some tackles maybe box goal, but you're mainly going for the clean sheet. I seem to remember I I could. Uh, Luis Caicedo, he he's had a couple good performances. I'm looking at his game log. He's not always in. I mean, for 3600, he has the ability to get you six, maybe. But that's yeah. Caicedo, he he sometimes plays a center defensive mid, so he tackles right, a lot. Right. If he gets, yeah, I've seen that. That's what I've seen before. Get some points there. I mean, it's not a bad call, but not my type of guy. On the whole, I would say. Not necessarily this makes them good plays, but I would say it's something to watch out for in League MX is that you see those defenders play up in that center center mid role, like uh, Rafa Marquez used to do that when he was getting towards the end of his career a few years ago. And uh, I don't know, just something to, be, to watch out for. Do you, ever, do you ever play those guys when you see them in that spot ever? Or? Yeah, I, I play Caicedo. I play Marquez, you know, prior to the season. Those can become real good value plays because um, they can – Sometimes just go up and take a shot, or right. you know, they're really good. They're really good defensive wise as tackles, interceptions. So yeah, I feel, it's, it's a pump play, but it, it works sometimes. Yeah, not necessarily that you want to go down to this this price range with these pure punts, but I do also say would say like in in general, and I definitely want your thought on this, like in EPL or European leagues or whatnot, and and somewhat in some other leagues, like. You're gonna run out. You're always looking for the fullbacks. Like you pay for the fullbacks, you pay up for fullbacks if you can, because that's sort of the the way the style is is to is to send those guys up the wings. I don't think it's the same style played in League MX, and so you a lot of times the fullbacks aren't necessarily worth paying for. There are exceptions, but 
I'm not really one to spend up big on defense here on a league MX slate, even even on a two game slate like this. Maybe Mars if he's if he's getting those sets like you said, I have seen that, but I, I don't see myself spending up here for any of these guys. Let's go let's talk about some of the Pachuca uh Atlas plays for the outfield and then we'll talk goalkeeper as a whole, just so once we've you know sort of got both games on our belt. So let's move to forwards on uh, the Pachuca Atlas game. And here we got some pricey guys on a favorite team. Are you going to pay up? Starting off with the high price forwards, Hara, it's too expensive, in my opinion. He's goal dependent for me. He has not much floor on his game. I like Palacios as a floor guy, but he's a little pricey there with a 9000 uh, and his salary. Uh, I don't know why Fidel Martinez is in, in the sleigh. He never has played one minute this season. In Atlas, I, I don't really see any option for a forward because, you know, they have the worst offense in the league. Yeah, these guys are trash. They haven't scored like, they didn't score like in the first six games, I believe. It was terrible. So I'm not looking at any goals for Atlas. Yeah, it looks like Jefferson Duque has had some pretty big games recently, but a lot of those are, are in, in better matchups. This is not the matchup I, I feel. I think Pachuca's going to be taking it to him, but if you wanted to punt, I could see throwing a line with Jefferson Duque, but you'd have to have several lineups going, I feel, before you feel great about that. Yeah. Because he's goal-dependent he's gold, he's gold dependent even for cheap, but he, and he's in great form You can if you look at his game log, but... I, oh, oh, can I can I throw a flashback? Yeah, here? please. Actually, I played. Um, I think it was like a four man fifty fifty. Okay, uh, we know we know all about those four man fifty fifties. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, by your um, one of your best buds out there, Javi, sent me that night. Um, one of I the think, best MX players out there for sure, Javi. Lee. I think. I think I was like in fourth place, if I'm not mistaken. I have a screenshot of the win because I I pivoted to Duke. I never played Duke. I was like, I need a goal. I just need one goal. And he had not scored one goal that season, and he had to score that night. And he actually put me up to win that one contest. I think I came in second. but Yeah, uh, who knew he was going to choose that night to uh, find his form? <laughs> But yeah, that's 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 my story of Duke this season. It was pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, if you if you're gonna try to make any money in Liga MX, it's it's usually gonna come in you know some higher stakes head to heads or fifty fifty because they're not huge contests in in the public contest. So you got to get to know some of the regulars, and there, there's a few guys out there who like to put up those bigger games and uh, you know challenge. They challenge the other regulars, and sometimes. It takes to the very end. Sometimes a Duque goal decides it. That's pretty pretty nice. I like it. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you're down the first game, I mean, you're going to pivot to guys like right, Duque. Yeah. yeah. Another forward that's out Those there. Those are the best stories. Those are the best stories in DFS soccer is the pivots that pay off. I mean, you always, you know, you always remember them. You want to go to midfield? Cause how yeah, move, yeah, let's move on to midfield. Let's go. Um, well, here is my other lock of the slate. I like to call this guy the Messi Guzman because this guy's floor is ridiculous. Guzman just came off a four-goal game last weekend. 
That's pretty unreal. Yeah, so midfield is ridiculous. So yeah, I, I love Guzman just as much as you do. I mean, the guy puts up numbers and uh, easily the, the top play on this slate. I'd have to say. Yeah, I had to put him in there. That's my other midfield. I have him with Chavez right now. See, how's that gonna turn up with? But other midfield options. Um, the other floor guy. And this game is Andrade for Atlas. He's uh, sure the, the rifleman. Yeah, and replay. <laughs> He's a solid play for seventeen hundred. Sure. I'm sure he can uh, make up for his uh, price with his points. Yeah, he'll steal a, a set from time to time uh, as well, right? Yeah, he, he takes some um, sets. Yeah, sometimes Garnica takes them. Sometimes. Yeah. Um, but Garnica, I mean, he's a good play, but he gets subbed off too. That's the only right. Thing. Right. He's so a good He doesn't even start, so you have to watch out with that. Yeah. You don't want to count on it. Cardona is more like a GBP because he doesn't really do this much. Yeah, goal. Cardona, he's, he's screwed me on some goals that he scored against me before, for sure. But again, these Atlas guys, I think you're right. If you're isolating to Atlas, you're going to be looking at Andrade, uh, and he's 7,200. So if you compare that, again, talking looking for this third team to get a player on, Andrade, 7,200, Diego Chavez, 5,500. It's kind of easy to see which way you might lean if you're going to be stacking the other two teams and just looking for one of these guys to be a third. I don't know. I don't know if, I get, I don't know if I'm going to get to Andrade. We'll see. A good play... That's value can be Clifford uh, Boagia. That's number 10 for Atlas. Mm-hmm. He has a decent floor. I mean, his price is not that, you know, high. It's a little 5,300 there. So yep. you can put him over Chavez. You think you're going to have uh, more floor that name. What about the Pachuca side? Obviously, you've got Guzman. Would you play Eric Aguirre? As a pivot, that's the only way I could put um, Aguirre, but I really don't. He doesn't have much floor. Because uh, you have guys like Palacios that go wide, so that takes most of his floor. Mm-hmm. Just center man, like another Guzman, but you know, Guzman takes over that midfield. So let's move on to defense then for this game, real quick. And uh, look what we got. We got a 6,700 defender, Garcia. Uh, is, that, is that trippy or what? Why is he. <laughs> God, yeah, that's me. that's pricey. I just got done talking about how I don't like to pay up for fullbacks necessarily on this slate. That that having been said, I think Garcia and Calderon do have a pretty notably higher higher floor than some of the other fullbacks that are on the slate for sure. That is crazy. How is he that high? I can understand if maybe Raul Lopez, aka El Dedos, he's mm-hmm. a cross machine. So, I don't know why you have Garcia priced up like he was some trippier or something. It's ridiculous. I'm not going to pay 6700 for a defender. Mm-hmm. And Liga Max especially. I mean, if Dedos Lopez, Raul Lopez, the one next mm-hmm. to him, 5800 If he starts, he can be playing. He likes to cross a lot. And take some tips from Guzman. He's probably the only player that takes. 
any set pieces from Guzman in that team. So, and you think you think uh, Martinez forty six hundred could be a good play as well, even even though he's not a fullback. I like Martinez. He can be plugged in my lineup. Excellent, excellent. Well, uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll get to some you know sort of look look at a lineup construction in just a second, but let's let's talk goalkeeper real quick. I know a lot of. Uh, People say goalkeeper is random, but some pe- other people think there's a strategy to it. I don't know where you fall, but as far as this slate, what which goalkeepers are you looking at for? Are you playing one of the favorites? Or are you going to take a dog? Uh, I'm going to have to go with a favorite here because I've tried many times to play underdog goalkeeper, which would be better Cruz, and he always disappoints. I look for the saves, but. Uh, You're talking about guy, to, uh, guy SA, the, the Peruvian. I played him in the World Cup for Peru one time. Yeah, he was he was really good. He had a lot of saves. Uh, he was very unlucky. Peru had a really good team, just the goals didn't come. But proud of them boys, you know, they went for another World Cup after so long. Yeah, they were one of the best teams. And um, I'm going to have to go with Diego Volpi. He's the more safe. Play here, fifty one hundred for Querétaro. He are you thinking he is safer for clean sheet and a win, or safer to get more saves? What would which has a whole package win, um, saves, and he can even get the clean sheet. Veracruz is not that good. I think it's the worst team in the slate tomorrow. So for for one hundred difference, you think there's a, a significant upgrade from Blanco to Volpe? Yes, because Atlas is not a bad team. They play all right. They can score a goal, and Blanco doesn't really much get saved. So um, that that game might be a tie, or Pachuca may win by the minimum, like a two-one or one-zero. Right. Usually, uh, with uh, in a two-game slate, if 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 one, if the cheapest goalkeeper is significantly cheaper, I might go down there. I know. Our guy Durfan is is the uh, pioneer of the always play the cheapest keeper strategy, and it usually works out for him. So I don't mind doing it. On this slate, though, it's a little different. There's only a $700 difference from Gaiese to Volpe, so they're, they're packed really tight salary-wise. You, you might as well just take the guy who's got the best odds to win and get, you know, the, get the clean sheet and spend up to Volpe. You're not really spending that much more. Um, you probably have the wrong guy there with a low... A prize goalkeeper because today I talked to Danny, aka Durfan, about the Europa League that was posted. And I was like, "Who do you like for keeper?" And he put Czech. I was like, "What? <laughs> the highest prize?" And I hate playing Czech. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't play him, but he was good today. Never gets um, clean sheet to he finally got one. Yeah, nil nil, crushed me. That bonus monster killed me today. In Europe. Well, I don't know. I mean, I guess he was just playing, you know, cash games. Um, today, so yeah, that's where he plays uh, Peter Cech. But I like to play down in goalie a lot in the uh, Champions League and the uh, EPL. But Liga it hurts you sometimes. Just like last week, Sosa, he was doing great. First half, second half, they killed me. He started getting scored on by Tigres. He still put up a good score. I think it was like 10 points, which is not bad. But he was no. mid-priced. It was not really low. Like thirty nine or thirty eight, but the lowest one, the lowest price is guys at forty four hundred. Not that low. I mean, I, I would pay up for going in this lane. 
Right. I would just I would probably go down and defend. I would look at my defenders at that point and be like, I can find seven hundred between my two defenders, so that I don't need to, you know, risk pay, play an underdog goalkeeper when I you know, give me the ten points. Let me go for it. So. Yeah, yeah. I might go with the cheap defender, high price goalie combo there, and just play like a floor type of defender on the other slot. Right. Right. I'm liking Martinez here. Yeah, I'll probably put Martinez. That's my floor somewhat right back. If he starts. So that's pretty much the slate. I mean, if we uh, if we plug in, let's say, Sanveso, Guzman, Lopez, and Volpe, four plays, that leaves you 4,900 per for the other four slots. So you can... You can find your way around there. You know, you probably spend down in one of the midfield spots, try to go up a, f- a second forward and and go from there. I mean, we don't want to build a whole lineup for people, but th- that's a pretty good core to start with, would you say? Yeah, it's a solid core um, with San Beso, Guzman, the main guys for tomorrow, and just go with a priced uh, keeper. And if Lopez does start, yeah, he's, he's, he's pretty safe. Florida guy for me. If not, just you know, pivot to Martinez, which would be playing his position. Just find some cheap value in the man. Pretty much have a nice cash light up there. Awesome, man. Well, hey, that that's the slate. It's a short one, so we don't have to take too much more time. But really cool talking it out with you. Uh, you know, hopefully people enjoy listening to us talk about it. Uh, League MX. It's a small audience, but it's passionate. So. Y'all out there, keep playing, keep entering the contests, and uh, if you have any feedback, get back to us. Uh, you probably know us if you're listening to this at this point, so uh, you probably know how to get to us. But yeah, my Twitter handle is Arrowboy14. That is E R A B S and Boy O I one four. And if people, uh, what what's your if people looking for you on DK, what are you in the contest? Um, same thing as Twitter, E-R-A-B-O-I-14, Arrowboy. You see me with the Joker, the new Joker, Abby. All right, so that's the same on Twitter and DK. And uh, for me, I'm Trippin' B on DK. And uh, I go by, you can find me at Trippin' B underscore on Twitter as well. So uh, look for us and talk to us. Hit us up. Let us know uh, what you think of League MX and uh, if we can do anything better on the pod make our pod you know stand out from some of the other soccer pods out there we're all, we're down for it uh, thanks for listening appreciate you yeah man good luck out there tomorrow